0: For this message this morning, and the um, title is this: Why did Jesus get baptized? That's why I'm going to the question now. Why did Jesus get baptized? Now I want you to picture the scene of the day of John the Baptist. Um, there were crowds of people. I mean, crowds of people going towards John. There were men and women. Young and old, rich and poor, thieves and beggars, tramps, slaves, free men, people who were in the army, officers and soldiers, every single body in the whole of the community at that time was going down to see one man. It's a little bit like um, being on the Elizabeth line on rush hour when you get off the train. Everybody wants to get off the train at the same time. Crowds of people um, all going out of the exit. It's a bit like that. There was hundreds of people all going down to see one man. A strange-looking man who had a garment that made a camel's hair and a leather belt round his waist. And his message was quite simple. Repent. Repent, repent. That was his message. Repent. In fact, we have his message in our Bible reading. Um, He speaks and saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Now, if you meet a man like that today in the high road, um, he probably will be laughed at. He may well even be arrested. In fact, that what happened to a guy called Paul Stefano over in Canterbury. Um, only in the summer of this year, he was arrested in Canterbury because he was reading the Bible in public. And I watched the video of him being arrested. And the police officer said, this man is a dangerous man. Police officer said, this man is a dangerous man. Well, he is a dangerous man because he got a dangerous message. The message of the gospel is a life changing message it is a dangerous message and john the baptist was carrying this dangerous message and everybody was coming towards him from all over judea and from the countryside but no one laid a hand on john the baptist because he was on a mission god has sent him and these crowds of people were flocking to hear john And among the crowds of people coming towards John, there was one man in the crowd of hundreds of people. One man coming towards Jesus. The gospel tells me about this man, these things. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He, this one man, was with God in the beginning. And here he is, amongst crowds of people, thieves and prostitutes and criminals and, and tramps and, and people of high um, 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 esteem in their society. Here was one man, among many. The Bible tells me this about him as well. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. Here is the one who was with God from all eternity. Here was one who made the world. And the Bible says no one recognised him in the whole crowd. And so the question will remain. Why did Jesus get baptised? Two things I'm going to say, both beginning with F, The first thing I want to speak about is failure. Failure. Have you ever been, I don't know, have any of you been to a conference? Many of you probably haven't been to a conference. You probably will say no. But I was driving past the Excel building um, once. And I saw all these people coming out of the Excel building dressed in superhero costumes. And I realized it was a comic con or comic conference where people who like watching Marvel and DC movies they they, 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 they spend hundreds of pounds to get dressed up in the costumes of their choice and go to that conference. What a bunch of losers. (laughs) I mean who will have a costume? hold on, I had a Batman costume, actually, in my cupboard. I didn't buy it, my son bought it. and I did, I did wear it a couple of times as well. <laughs> I also had a Spider-Man costume as well. <laughs> and I had that on my face too, so... But that's what a conference is, right? A conference is where all these losers go to the conference dressed up as superheroes. Well, John the Baptist, he had a conference his conference was for failures. Men and women who have failed. Men and women who were separated from God. Men and women who have sinned again and again and again. So when John had his conference, he was calling all those crowds to come to a failures conference. And as they came to a failures conference... We read these words. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan. Do you know to walk from Galilee to the Jordan is 140 miles to walk. It will take you five to six days to walk. Jesus took five or six days walking from Galilee to the Jordan in order to join a failures conference. To hang around men and women who were separated from God. Men and women who sinned from God. Men and women who was going to John because they needed to repent. He traveled six or seven days, 140 miles, to go to a failures convention. Jesus was baptized there, even though he had no sin to repent of, to identify with those who failed. He got baptized to identify with those who were separated from God. It wasn't the first time it was going to happen. In fact, the Bible says, and Lacey's Bible reading brings it out, the Bible says in Isaiah 53, he was numbered With the transgressors. When you go to the cross, how many crosses do you see on the hill? You see three on all the drawings. Either side of Jesus was a criminal. He was in the middle. He was numbered with the transgressors. All of them looked at Jesus. They said, he's a sinner, even though we know that he created the heavens and the earth. Everyone who looked at Jesus said that he's guilty, even though we know that he's guiltless. But he was numbered with the transgressors. Also, Paul writes and says this, He who knew no sin became sin. Jesus came into the world to take your failure upon himself. Jesus came into the world to take your sin upon himself. Jesus came into the world to take your separation from God upon himself. That's why when he was on the cross, he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you separated from me? He became separated from God because you were separated. And he came to identify himself with you. He turned up to be baptized, even though he had no sin, even though he had no reason to repent, he wanted to identify himself with you. This woman called Rosa Parks, Rosa Parks was a black woman in 1955, she got on a bus. And when she got on the bus, she said, I was so tired I listened to her testimony. I was so tired. My feet were so achy. I just sat down on this bus. And she sat down on the bus in 1955 in Montgomery in America. A white man got on the bus as well. He came to her seat and told her, get off the seat. I'm going to sit down. But Rosa Parks was so tired that she couldn't move. And she said, no. Well, that sparked off. The Montgomery bus boycott. 17,000 citizens in Montgomery decided to boycott the use of the bus. Not just black people, white people as well decided to boycott the bus because of what happened to Rosa Parks. They wanted to identify themselves with her. I want to tell you this. Jesus wants to identify himself with you. In your failing, in your sin, in your weaknesses, in the things that you know that you do wrong again and again, time and time again, Jesus said, I'm going to be baptized, even though I'm perfect, I'm going to be baptized to identify myself, to stand with those who have failed. That's the first reason why Jesus was baptized. The second reason why Jesus was baptised, my second F, first is failure. My second reason why Jesus was baptised was uh, family. Family. So we have it here. Jesus was baptised to make an exchange. Um, I know some of you probably sell things on eBay. If I ask you if you've ever sold anything on eBay, I'm sure your hands will go up. You probably sold things on eBay. There's also another online shopping thing called Gumtree. And if you go on Gumtree, um, they have a, what they call a, um, a swap shop on Gumtree. What it is, is that you can find somebody something that you want on Gumtree that you want, and you can exchange it for something that you have. And you, simple swaps, if you want a pair of football boots and someone's got a better pair or worse pair or whatever you want to exchange, no money gets changed as the exchange happens. It's called the swap shop on on Gumtree. Well, this is not new because Jesus was doing that when he got baptised. He was going to exchange your failure for his family. Let me introduce you to Jesus' family. It's here in our Bible reading. As soon as Jesus was baptised, as soon as the Son of God was baptised, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descend like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. In that moment, in those two verses, you see the whole of the Trinity. You see God's family. You see God the son going into the water. You see God the spirit coming down and resting on him. And then you hear a voice from heaven. God the father saying, this is my son. With him I am well pleased. The whole family of God is seen in these verses. And here is the exchange. God, Jesus Christ, by being baptised, is saying this, I will take your failure. I will take your separation from God. I will take your sin, and I will exchange it with you being a part of this family. In the Roman Empire, the time when all this was written, In the Roman Empire, adoption was a very, very big thing in the Roman Empire. The first person who actually adopted was Octavius Augustus. He was the first emperor of Rome. He had no children. He had no sons. So Octavia Augustus decided to adopt. And he adopted a boy... That had nothing to do with his family. A boy who had no right to become a Caesar or a king. A boy who had no right to inherit all what Augustus, Octavius Augustus owned. But he adopted him and brought him into his family. And this boy became heir of the kingdom. You know, God is all about adoption. Look at the Bible verse here. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem or to rescue or to save those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. You can become a son, a daughter of God, exchanging your failure to be a part of his family. Praise God. Look at what this says over here. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. You are currently, if you're not a Christian, you cannot be a child of God. In fact, the Bible says there's only two children in the world. That's what the Bible says. You're either a child of Satan, or you're a child of God. There's no in-between. You can say, oh, you know what, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God. Well, you can say that, look at what Mark said, I'm an atheist, I have no opinion, God doesn't exist. Well, you can say that all you want, but the Bible says that way you belong to Satan. You're in his kingdom, and you're his child. That's what it is. It's not my words, it's in the word of God. You're either child. The devil, my goodness, I would never want to be there. You're even a child of the devil, or you're a child of God. And the Bible says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right. You have the document, you have a paper you can put down on the table, and you can say, I believe in Jesus Christ, I am a child of the living God. Hallelujah. It gets better than that. My last verse, as I close my sermon, it gets even better than that. Look what the promise is. I mean, you know, when you adopt a child, when you adopt someone into you, you take them and you, 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 you bring them into your home. And you make a home with them. Look what this verse says as I close. Jesus replied, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. That blows me away. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit will come and they will come and make their abode. They will come and make their home in that man, that woman's life. God himself, the creator of heaven and earth, comes and lives with you, eats with you, drinks with you. When you go out, when you come in, he's going to be with you. He's going to guide you through life. As you obey his teaching, you will know his presence in your life. That just blows me away. That is what it means to be adopted child of the living God. Jesus why did you get baptised? Jesus will say, I got baptised to identify with the failure of so many people. They all failed. But I got baptised so I can turn around and say, I'm taking your failure on myself. I'm taking your sin on myself. I'm taking your separation from God on myself. And I will be separated from him on the cross. Jesus, why did you get baptised? Who will turn around and say, I want a family made up of black men, white men, Jews and Afghanistans. I want a nation made of rich men and poor men, educated men and not so educated men. I want a a nation, a family of men and women. I got baptized to change their failure that they can be in my family. Hallelujah. And the question remains, my dear friend, are you going to be in the family of God? That's the question that remains. Because if you say, no, I'm not going to be in that family, then you will have to remain in the family of Satan. You have to. There's no other choice. You're either in the family of God or not in any family at all. And the only way you can be in the family of God is by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Having him come into your life, being your Lord and your Saviour. doesn't stop there. As you enjoy him, as he lives with you, you would look at his teaching and you would say, that teaching is good stuff. That teaching here, telling me how to live my life, how to live my life in a way that is pleasing to God, that's good stuff. I'm going to have that in my life. And if that is you today, and you want him in your life, then sure enough, you can be adopted into the family of God. May that be you. I praise God it was Mark. I praise God it was a young girl like Lacey. I pray God, praise God that Betty girl had that wonderful experience of being adopted into the family of God. May the Lord bless you as you listen to this message. Bow our heads in prayer. And we're going to sing, Behold Our God. Let's bow our head in prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you so much. Jesus, I thank you. I said that you travel from Galilee to the Jordan, 140 miles, so that you can be baptized by John. But my Bible tells me, that you left heaven. You left the glories of heaven. That's not 140 miles, Lord. That's another dimension altogether. And you left there and you came down so that you can be a part of the failures here at Golding's Church. Lord, we all are in that conference of failures. We've all slipped up, lied and used bad language and stolen and Hated and cheated and we've done things that we're not proud of. We all have got skeletons in our cupboards, Lord, that we shut behind and don't want anyone to open up and see. Lord, we are failures, but you have come, Lord Jesus, not for us to serve you, but for you to come and serve us and to give your life as a ransom for many. Father, my prayer is that your spirit will stir in our hearts, There will be no one here thinking to themselves, I don't want to be a child of God. But there will be a great desire, a burning hunger, to say, I want to belong to the family of God. Repent, 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 says John. Turn away from sin, turn away from ungodliness. Place your trust in Christ. As your word says, for all those who believe you, for those who believed on your name and received you, you gave the right, the authority to call ourselves the children of God. Oh, have mercy on us, Lord, we pray. Thank you so much for the opportunity to hear this glorious message, this dangerous message, this message that changes. We give you praise for Jesus' sake. Amen.